Hello, hello. Welcome back to For the Girls podcast on this fine afternoon. <laughs> on this fine afternoon? <laughs> it's evening. It's evening. It's, it's freaking 8 p.m. 8.08 to be exact. Yes, 8.08. And so this is the time we record. And for it to be 8.08, my energy is kind of high. Mine isn't, but I'm trying to fake it. Till I feel like I it is. It. It's not, to be honest. Let me. T- I'm going to be honest. Me driving to from my work, my work. Me driving on way over here, I was like, you know what? I was like, I feel so tired, but I have to record these episodes. <laughs> I know, especially because we literally have no episodes for next week. So we sure don't. But I'm like, we you know what? We need to continue. I like recording too because then when it does happen, like a week that we can't, and then it's not like a big I, issue. I like it and I don't like it because like sometimes I give out my, my my whole energy on the first one that on my sec on the second episode I'm just like, bleh. no. But I'm not gonna try. I'm gonna be Edgar the best. Edgar the bestest. Yep. Edgar the bestest. But you know, before we get started with the podcast episode, you guys should follow us. Follow us where? At For the Girls Pod on Instagram and at For the Girls Podcast on TikTok. Ooh, what would I see there? <laughs> <laughs> you will see our posts. You were. You will see our prompts. You will see some questions. You will see some little snippets. You know, you keep up with us. Mm. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was that. What was that? I don't know. Don't question me. <laughs> don't question me. I want to question you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we're just gonna get to it i want to ask edgar a question oh i'm scared how's your love life oh no pues aquí ya chingue. <laughs> <laughs> my love life is fucking stupid and you know why guys are fucking stupid and you know why let me tell you a little story about my love life get your popcorn ready get your coffee ready because i'm about to spill some tea not just spill some tea. I'm going to fucking pour that tea on the table. <laughs> I, guys are fucking stupid. Because, like, we're talking and, like, well. And like, any, talking, talking in the talking stage or just, like. We're getting to know each other. Okay, okay. And then it goes to the talking stage and everything. And then people start flirting back and forth. So there's, like, flirting, flirtations going on. And then they ghost you. Ooh. And I'm like, dude, like, what the fuck? Like. What did I fucking do wrong? Like, why? Just but, people? Okay. Have you ever ghosted somebody? I have, but it was like, like the first couple of days, I didn't fucking talk to them for like fucking months and then they ghost me. Oh shit. Yeah. And I'm like, you just wasted both our time. Well, maybe my time. Cause maybe that other person was like talking to multiple guys or multiple people. Yeah. But I don't know what to think about ghosting. I just think it's. It shouldn't be. I'm not gonna say it shouldn't be done because I I done it before. But like, I've done it before. I've. Is that how you say that word? It sounded weird. I think so. I've done it before. That's what I said. You said I I've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. You sound like a hachito girl. <laughs> I've done it before. Like, but I wasn't until like. It was like right in the in the instant. Like I didn't wait like fucking five years to ghost this person. But, you know. I don't really know because I haven't been in the dating world in a very long time. But when you get ghosted, it hurts. C- no, 
could you kind of tell that you're about to be ghosted? Like, does conversation start dying down or like less texts a day or like, do you kind of have a clue that you're going to be ghosted or it's just like, bam. From my experience, no, no warning. It just goes from talking so much one day and then out of nowhere I wake up the next day and it's ghost silence or they block me. <gasps> oh shit. And Blocking like, them is like a whole other level. And it is like, I didn't change anything bad. Like whenever I'm talking to someone, I'm not like, I'm not sexual with them. Like I don't talk about having sex. I don't talk about sending dirty pictures or anything. Like I am the type of person that I like, I get their intentions of what they want. And if my intentions matches their intention, then I start talking to them getting to know them and move, like go from there. And then, but I'm, I'm never. So sometimes you, you're past all of that and then you still get ghosted. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? Like I haven't done anything wrong. Like I, I'm talking to you the same way that I was talking to you like a couple of days ago. Like what the fuck? But I'm like, whatever, whatever you're missing something else. But at the same time, I think this is how you need to look at it. Yeah, I'm sure getting ghosted sucks because you had that person's attention for however amount of months. And then all of a sudden they just fucking ghost you. And then maybe you're just kind of curious and you want to know why. But you'll never know why when you get blocked. Yeah. But at the same time, I think you should just look at it from the side that like if they ghosted you, this person wasn't for you anyways. So just goodbye. Move on. True. And then there's the other type that fucking flirt with you and then they say that they don't like you or they don't want nothing with you so they just give you attention they give you attention for no reason yeah and i'm like bitch that means they're giving you attention for no reason because they want that attention they want to feel like they're getting that attention don't give it to me because maybe you don't want anything serious (laughs) yeah and that's why you have to talk about your intentions just dating now it's so much fucking difficult than it was like a couple years ago is it really the time like is it the fact that there's that you're older or just like oh in 2023 this is how dating is is it because of the year or because of your age i think it's the year because like now it's more basically like more based on social media and dating apps and everything like yeah you still date from like mutual friends or if you meet them at work or stuff like that but the majority of the time like you're gonna like be swiping on someone and then you're gonna slide in their dms and you're gonna be like oh i like you and then i don't know and then now it's much more different like if you don't like someone you're easily gonna ghost them like right away mm-hmm. and it's much more easier you're gonna block them like i've been blocked before because everything's mostly done through apps like yeah. you don't even ask for people's number huh no like you you talk to them through the apps and then if I really like this person, I'm going to give him my number. If I don't, I'm not going to say if I don't really like this I person. I feel like it has to do with age. I feel like as you get older, it gets harder. I don't think so. Because there's people who like older people. No, not because of that. Oh. No, no, no. No. Yeah, you can be any age and still find somebody. That's not an issue. I'm not saying, yeah, I think you're even more mature to find something better when you're older, to be honest. I just think it's easier to have a bigger list of options when you're younger because you're right out of high school or you're right out of college. Like you're in the midst of being around a lot of people all the time. So your options are a little, you know, you got a lot more options, but when you're older, I don't think it's hard to find somebody because of your age. I just think it's harder to have lots of options because now, now you have to go out there. You have to put yourself out there because now you're no longer going to 
all these college parties or meeting everybody in different classrooms or whatever, you know? That is true. Or maybe you could still go to a college party once you're like 30 or 40. <laughs> <laughs> go to a frat party. Yeah, go to a frat party. Maybe you will meet someone there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, a 20 year old. Yeah, whatever. No, but what? I think it's, like you said, it's, it's, very, it's very much more difficult now than it was before. Like before, you, you hardly heard about like any dating apps. Like, yeah, Tinder was there, but like now there's Bumble, there's Hinge. And then for the gay community, you have Tinder, you have Scruff, you have, what else do you have? Grinder. Grinder. And then for the lesbian community, you have other, I think you have Tammy. Really? Yeah, and then oh. there's another one. And there's more. Oh, FarmersOnly.com. FarmersOnly.com, <laughs> Christian Mingle, PlentyOfFish.com, yeah. Adam for Adam. Like, you have more apps now than you did before. Maybe those apps were there, but they were in the hush-hush because... But I have actually heard of stories, like success stories that come from, like, those apps. Yeah. Maybe mine will be next year. No, but I'm... No, it won't because I'm not looking. <laughs> but you don't have to be looking I, to find. I know, but that's not, another thing. I'm not ready. I am not ready for a relationship, to be honest. Hmm. You. What was that? <laughs> Did you hear that? Yes. Oh my god. What was that? I don't know. Oh my god! If you didn't, if you guys didn't hear nothing, me and Marlene just heard like someone speaking. Like a little girl. Yes. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, um, I got the chills right now. I don't because I think it was me. You? No, it wasn't you. Whatever. <laughs> it, yeah, cause you, you hear that? Like when I like barely open, like just like. No, but it was like a full on like a some someone said something. Oh. A little girl. I heard a little girl. Maybe it was a cat. Cats sound like little kids. Do you have a cat? My neighbors have plenty of cats. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> what was the last thing you said? I don't even know because I got scared. Sometimes, though, you think you're not ready and you probably aren't, you know, for whatever you're going through or whatever you went through. But when the right person comes around, all of a sudden you feel ready. True, but no. Until that person is going to give me $10,000 and I'm ready. Add the zero to that, please. Two zeros. No, at the first meeting. They gave, they're going to give me $10,000. Oh, okay. And then it's going to increase <laughs> more and more and more. <laughs> well, I asked Edgar this love question because today's topic is about love. And you guys know. Uh, just kidding. It's not about love. Is it about love? It's about love, relationships, marriage. It's about. Your mom. How, what? <laughs> It's about what is love? Baby, don't hurt me <laughs> no more. It's about how can you get back into dating after a breakup? Or how can you get into dating if you've never had a serious relationship? So bottom line, how can you get back into dating? How can you get into dating? How do we date these days? That is today's topic. And we're not experts, but we all have some sort of experiences with it. Yeah, and so whatever experience is an experience. That is true. Because, like, you know, maybe Merlin's experience is different than mine. What well, is different than mine experience? Obviously. Yeah. I have the straight <laughs> experience. Edgar has the gay experience. The gay, cute. 
experience. Yeah, and and honestly, like whether it has been minimal experience, way too much experience, um, almost none, none at all. Like any one of those things is an experience with dating in the dating world like it's it just comes in all different shapes and sizes maybe when it's a bad experience or maybe a good experience yeah Yeah, so yeah we're just gonna talk about how do we get back into dating and we're not experts but we've had plenty of experiences we sure have so we are gonna base all of this information on our past experiences um not that you're gonna sit here and listen to all of our past experiences but just know that whatever our opinions are they're coming from a place of love from a place of love for you and from a place of bad experiences from us because <laughs> trust me <laughs> we have had bad experiences when it comes to cheating cheating immature people our past like past relationships oh yeah what is immaturity though immaturity is people who cheat do you really think they cheat because they're immature fuck yeah no i don't think that comes with immaturity that comes from not giving a shit like which is immaturity that comes from having no sense of what do you call it like like you don't even feel bad for other people like you can tell that you're not an empathetic person when you're a cheater immaturity no because some people will just be serial cheaters <laughs> immaturity <laughs> no i think so because like when someone's mature like you're mature <laughs> yeah but but when you're immature you're gonna cheat and that's like a fucking little fuckboy thing no but sometimes it comes okay being a cheater can sometimes come from past like trauma that you saw within your own parents or whatever um, doesn't mean that because you saw that you should go do that. No, does not mean that. But sometimes it just like it, past experiences trigger you to be this way. And other times you just generally think like Edgar, like you said, they just are thinking like, oh, the more girls or the more guys, whatever I can pull. Like I'm a fucking, I'm a fuck boy. I'm a fucking badass or whatever they think. But I don't know. I always think once it's a cheater, immature. always a cheater, and it's immature. I don't know what it is, but it's trash. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> if you're cheating, you're trash. But if... Okay, so this is coming from two perspectives, two different point of views. Obviously, the gay point of view, the straight point of view. The, the, guy, the guy point of the view. The guy point of view, the girl point of view, the I'm married and have a kid already point of view. To the young the, single. Uh, single, ready to mingle, not ready to mingle, mingling anyways, not working <laughs> out. You know, coming from two different experiences. Yes. So that's the best advice you can get. So buckle in, put your seatbelt and get your love. Okay. Jesus, get your love juices going. Okie <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. I don't know what's what's happening here. So This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Before I came out to the public, I would always have these thoughts of how would people react and what would people say and if my close friends and families will push me away. These thoughts would give me so much anxiety. And I've struggled with anxiety all my life and i'm an overthinker at its finest most recently i struggled with postpartum anxiety and i really think therapy would have helped me especially because i would have felt less alone is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety or if you're just a human who lives in this world who is going through a hard time 
Therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with a therapist. There's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com slash forthegirlspod. Clicking that link helps support this channel, but it also gives you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with a therapist and see if it helps you. And because finding a therapist is a little like dating, if you don't really fit with that therapist, which is a common thing with therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without stressing about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that. So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click, Click the, the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com slash forthegirlspod. So we asked you guys a few questions, but honestly, we didn't really ask to be like, oh, and this is what you guys submitted. But thank you for your submissions because yes. we're still going to talk about it. So yes, <laughs> they still mattered because we still want to know like obviously Edgar's and I's experience is not the only experiences out there. So like we asked you guys anyways, cause we wanted to hear more experiences so that we can give you guys more opinions. So thank you for responding. But this is more going to be like a conversation just to talk about it. Just to talk. Yeah. You know, and to <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that rana. Era la coquita que me diste. <laughs> I was trying to freaking turn around and burp like that, but no pude. I'm sorry. You should leave this in. I am. <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, fuck is that grandpa laugh? I'm sorry. Tengo 50 años. <laughs> but, <clears throat> so, we're going to talk about it from two different perspectives. Like if you've never had a relationship and the, if you have had a relationship and you're going through like that breakup time or whatever, I don't know what, however amount of time is considered breakup time. Is it like forever until you find another relationship? I think so. That's how I consider it. <laughs> Five years from now, you're still going through the breakup. Fuck. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, I, I mean, I guess. It's oh fuck. I can't. I can't speak. I think that's I what you think. think right now. Because first of all, there's no right time for you to be like, oh, it's been one year. You should be over this breakup. Like, no. it, there's no such thing as that. It could take you a year. It could take you two. It could take you three. It could take you five. It just depends why that breakup happened. You know, whatever. But I don't think that you're in the breakup feels forever. I think right now you feel like that. But like maybe I don't know. One more year and you don't. You don't even care. Probably, but I don't know. Yo de pendejo. No sé. I don't know how that works, but if someone hasn't had a serious relationship, I feel like there it could be for many reasons. True. What like one of the reasons may be confidence, I think. No. Yeah. Like a serious just because you don't feel confident you're not having a serious relationship? No, no, no. Like, maybe you don't feel confident, so you don't put yourself out there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And no. so you kind of, like, because you don't really put yourself out there, you don't end up in any type of relationship. Okay, now you know? I see. I thought you meant, like, 
you don't have a serious relationship because you're not confident. Oh, no. No, no, big deal. I would never be in a relationship. I'm always dealing with confidence issues. No, but I think that is something like something. It's correct. It's like me. I don't feel I'm not confident. So I'm not going to put myself like out there to be like have a relationship. Yeah. Like, it can still find you with however amount of confidence you have. It doesn't matter. It can still love can still find you. Yeah. But sometimes it's easier if you put yourself out there. And you will only do that if you feel confident in yourself. Eso sí, es cierto, es cierto, chamaca. So what can, what can we tell people that have never been in a relationship for whatever the reason may be? What can you tell them to give them that boost of confidence? I wish someone would tell me this. And something that I would wish somebody would tell me is don't be afraid to be yourself. And I think, Don't be afraid to be yourself, Edgar. You said you wish somebody would tell you. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I think... Like, me before, I was afraid of being my, my sassy self, my... Your true self. My true self, because I didn't want to scare the other person away. And now I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to show them 100% who that bitch is. And you have to, because if you don't, for whatever reason, because you're a little bit shy about it, or because you just think it, you're quote-unquote too much, like you, could, you were sassy and this and that, then if you don't ever show your true self, then you're stuck hiding your true self forever or maybe you don't you know maybe you stop hiding your true self and then that person leaves because you should. you were a fake yeah they're gonna be like mm, girl you fake i'm not gonna yeah. fucking leave you and here are some of the responses the right person comes at the right time don't stress about it but with that it's easier said than done yeah i think of course like, you're well, yeah like, especially when you're anxious and you're like okay um where I'm the, ready. Yeah. Where are you? Where the fuck are you? <laughs> like, it's easier said than done because, like, yeah, we're going to be like, don't tell me Prince Charming. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it requires lots of patience, and um, sometimes that's the last thing we have. Yeah, because we're just ready to fucking mingle. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it, it's true, though. Like, the right person comes at the right time. That is actually true. <laughs> Damn, Merlin, we can't talk today. Actually, oh no, my my loud laugh is coming out. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I I honestly try to hide my true laugh because my true laugh is media dramatica. I'm fucking loud when I laugh. Yes, I'm you like, are. My, have you ever heard my dad laugh? Yes. Those of you that know my dad and have heard my dad laugh, I have my dad's laugh. I heard you laugh in your birthday party. Yeah, and I try. I used to laugh even louder when I was younger until people would always laugh when i would laugh because my laugh was so cuckoo um <laughs> and loud and i think it was low-key contagious but anyways then i started getting self-conscious about it and then like purposely catching myself trying not to laugh as much and now i don't give a shit but it does get really loud <laughs> um now i forgot what i was gonna say oh the right person comes at the right time and then acting like i think it was about acting like yourself yeah yeah yeah, but anyways, the don't stress about it part, I guess, could be stressful if you want it ASAP. True. And then you maybe think that this person is like the one, but then it's not. And I'm like, where the fuck? Why did I waste my, my one month or two month when I could be looking for something else? Yeah, but, you know, 
we've lost track of what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> Honestly, the question was, what would we tell them to boost their confidence? So yeah, somebody said the per- the right person comes at the right time. Don't stress about it. Another person said, be yourself and don't try to be someone else. Oh, that's what we were talking about, actually, to just be yourself. <laughs> we weren't. Yeah, because that's where I was going with my laugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> where like originally I'd be like, oh my God, like I have to tone it down. Like this is going to be too much. And I'm going to vergüenza to be with me when I'm like laughing like a damn hyena. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And now it's like, who gives a shit? Because the right person, it, this is where what you guys have to put in your mind. The right person that comes at the right time will only be the right person if you are being your true self. And that true self, and that person will love your hiding a laugh. Yeah, because if you're not being your true self, you're hiding your laugh, or you're hiding your sassiness, or you're hiding something. Um, that person isn't even the right person because that person's only sticking around for the fake version of you. And so that's just don't don't do that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, this is not giving anybody a boost of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's my boost of confidence. You you have to put yourself out there. You put yourself out there and you take the lead. This is this is my boost of confidence to you. You put yourself out there and you take the lead because sometimes you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm just waiting for the right person to come to me at the right time. But then you don't even put yourself out there. You don't go to places where you would find people like you stay with your friends and your little group. Like you're going to keep seeing the same people over and over and over and over. <laughs> is that I, what you're doing? I just feel like you that was an old edgar oh okay well when you when you don't put yourself out there you keep the same people around and the same places which is there's nothing bad obviously your people are your people but your people don't want to be (laughs) dating you obviously so you have to put yourself out there and you this is why you should take the lead because when you take the lead you you get whatever you want versus when you're like oh well no i think they should text me I think they should ask me for my Snapchat. Well, I do have them on Snapchat, but if they want to, they'll snap me. No. No, take the lead and you choose um, from Bobby and Juanita and and Tilly and Tally and whoever the hell you have on your Snapchat or wherever. You choose which one you want and you start hitting them up. Yeah. Because then you take the lead and then yes, of course, like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. That's that's the gamble with this kind of stuff, but at least you're taking the lead. So then the day that something does work out, you wanted it in the first place. True that and yeah, and then if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. Go yeah, to the next person. Sometimes I remember when I was younger, like this this is like freaking hella young, Marlene. Like hella young. No, yeah, like I'm talking about teens, like teen years, where you would think like, oh my God, like that guy is cute or whatever. And then I just felt like, oh no, but they're, I'm not going to be their type. Like I'm not even going to bother reaching out to them because I'm not their type. Like they're probably like, there's probably other girls that are better than me that are talking to them, yada, yada. And like you, you kind of put yourself in that minute, like, or they're a hoe, you know, (laughs) whatever. And you just don't even try so then what happens you just try with the ones that come to you and sometimes you're like oh you weren't the cutest and i actually never really thought about you but i guess let's like try talking to you see if you're kind of interesting and it's like no just go after what you do want like and don't stop don't make yourself feel like you're not good enough for anything like just just do it just go for it but what if it's that's one of your coworkers? Plus, fuck it 
No, but then that's... I know you're not supposed to, but... I know, but then that... I don't know. I mean, you you would know. You know, you don't make it obvious at work. I know, but what... Like, what if you want to message... Do you guys have your guys' Snapchat or you guys find... Or you find this person on, like, a dating app and everything, but you like that person? Well, it, the heart wants what it wants. No, but, like, I think it's... For me, personally, I think it would be awkward... Like, let's just say, for well, example. yeah, if it goes to shit and you have to work with them, yeah. it's awkward. And that's why, like, I don't do it. And my saying is, I don't shit where I eat. But sometimes, I do. <laughs> okay, but I guess it just depends how much do you want them. Like, let's just say you're like, oh, they're kind of cute. And, like, I would like to talk to them. But are you, like, super attracted to them to the point where every single day you're thinking about them? True. If you're, if you are, then, like, maybe you should go for it. But if it's been months and you kind of, like... Uh, you don't think about them every day, but then when you see them at work, you're like, oh, yeah, I remembered. He's cute. Then then it's not even worth it. True. Mm, yeah. But I, yeah, I, said, I don't know. I was going to say something, but I forgot what I was going to say. Great, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was an ugly laugh. And I think another thing, también, is don't be afraid to be, like, very, like, vulnerable. Like, I think once you're vulnerable, it's whenever, like, yeah, you attract at people <laughs> it, well, it is vulnerable to even try like there's there's nothing not vulnerable about putting yourself out there yeah porque you are out there and you're a target yeah and you are at target you're a target oh you're a target yeah a target. It, putting yourself out there it means vulnerability and if you're not willing to be vulnerable then you're not really putting yourself out there like all those people and I, I'm not even just trying to point fingers. I've been this person, but that are like, oh, I have my guard up. I have my wall up because X, Y, and Z. So like, I'm kind of trying, but also I'm, I'm being cautious. Like then you're just stressing about it. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, whether you put that wall up or not, if you meet a trash person and you end up talking to them and your wall could be the wall of China and... <laughs> <laughs> and you'll still get hurt even though you were like i según yo i'm like protecting myself no you're not like now you're not even putting yourself out there because you're quote-unquote protecting your heart over here and then the moment they do something and show you how trash and red flaggy they are guess what you're still gonna you're still getting hurt and you know what i've noticed when someone is so tra- just just be 100 percent out there when someone's trashy and when someone has red flags they know how to smooth themselves in. Yeah. They know how to make you feel comfortable. They make you know how to feel wanted. And then they show you the fucking red flags and how dumpster of a fucking trash can <laughs> they are. For all those fucking red flag guys, girls. Dumpsters. Dumpsters. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Edgar is such low energy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. But just be yourself. No, but <laughs> your boost of confidence is that you need to be out there, you need to be vulnerable, and you need to pick what you want and go for it. Yes. Because sitting around probably isn't bringing you like how people are like, oh, you know, the right person will come at the right time. Um, no, they will not if you're not where the person will be there. <laughs> is that making not where if you're not where other people are at you're you know what it. i mean so you know what i mean go to starbucks go to dutch bros go on a single date and it doesn't even mean you have to go places like sometimes 
when you're so into like the i like i do want but i want somebody to come to me like i want somebody or maybe you don't maybe you don't even want somebody to come to you maybe you're just like oh like i don't know not feeling confident for whatever reason you don't even have to go places but sometimes people will message you or people will snapchat you or people will this and that's kind of like they're trying but you're not going to see it you're not going to see it when you're not confident in yourself because you're going to think oh, they probably talk to everybody they probably snapped this to everybody. Oh, oh they probably hang out with everybody this way. They probably say this to every other girl or every other guy. Like you're gonna you're gonna gaslight yourself into thinking you're less than or like everyone else. And no, you have to gaslight yourself the other opposite way. You're like, the best. I am the best. I am the one. <laughs> yeah. I am that motherfucking one. You mm. are that you are that bitch. That's right. <laughs> and then with that, though, I think it's kind of the same advice with people. Well, I guess not. Like, that's kind of my advice to people who have not been in a serious relationship yet. But would it be the same advice to people who are going through a breakup and are trying to get back into the dating world? I, I don't. I personally don't think so. Like, I think. After a breakup is probably. Would I think you think it's, it's harder? I think it's harder because like. Like you said before, like it's people have their walls up now, so it's much more harder and you know what you want. So you're gonna be eliminating those fucking trash can dumpsters, fucking red flag people there. I don't know. Well But then But that makes it harder because No, that makes it easier because like the people that have never dated haven't met those red flag trash dumpster people. So then they're barely starting to meet those trash and dumpster people. And you don't yet know maybe how to identify those red flags and stuff like that. But once you've gone through a few of those people, sadly, you you know what you don't want and you can see the, maybe the red flag a little bit faster, I hope. But I think it's, I, I agree with you, but I mean, I think it's much more difficult because there's much more dumpster fire trucks. Not, what the fuck? Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dumpster fire trash cans. And red flag people, then there's like someone who's very genuine and stuff like that. Because I have. Are you trying to see? Are you trying to say that you see more red flags after? Yeah, you see more red flags. So it's like anybody who's walking is like, oh, no, that's a fucking red flag. Pero yo de pendejo, I don't see red flags. I fucking see the. I see all flags green. I just think (laughs) that it's easier when once you've put yourself out there. And you've gone through a breakup. Yeah, it's hard. The breakup part, like, especially, it just depends however many years you dated them or the reason why you guys broke up or whatever. You know, sometimes it can be tough, especially if, like, you that's not what you really wanted, but you still have to get over it. I don't know. Whatever it is. But at least you know what you don't want anymore. Like, out of all those people you dated or that one person you dated, like, you know what habits you were like, absolutely fucking not. I will never deal with this again. You know? Mm. I feel like then you get like a sense for yourself a little more. Because sometimes when you're in that relationship, you put up with too much shit. True. I don't know. I just think, I just think relationship, not relationship, but getting to dating and getting back into dating is much more difficult. It's, I just wish I can wake up and be like, oh, I'm marrying this person. Okay. <laughs> the whole dating process is much, diff- it's so difficult, Merlin. Like you don't understand how bad it is because you got lucky and found Rodolfo. Um, that doesn't mean that I didn't go through my fair share of trash. Well, true, but 
<laughs> never mind. I'm not gonna say it. What I was gonna say. <laughs> you went from never mind. No, I don't even know what. A ver, que, you know. said you went from like a bad relationship to like a good relationship. Like I don't know. You can say that, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I just feel like my head is like. You going wanted to, to say that I went through through from a bad to a good one in a fast time. And you went from like a bad one, like a bad relationship, even though you thought it was a good relationship, and then you saw how bad it is. You broke it up, and then you went to a good relationship. Yeah, you like you didn't struggle. That. Like you weren't single that long. But that was just my experience. It wasn't really because I don't know. Like it's not. There's not even. Like, I can't tell you. Like, and this is the steps you take so that <laughs> you, your heartbreak. Um, what do you call it? Your heartbreak time is very short. It. It just, it's different for everybody. I think it happened like that for me because I had been done. I, I was done. So, because sometimes I think the bad break, or not the bad breakups, but the breakups that hurt are the ones that you didn't want to break up or you didn't see that breakup coming. And then it happens and you're like, what the fuck? Like, like I, I still wanted something with that person or something. It makes it easy when you're done. When you're done and you're like, thank the lord this is done with then you're ready to move on True. You, you heal faster because you already don't care about your last relationship versus when you still kind of cared and you were like what the heck like i saw more with this or whoa i didn't see that coming or what like he did that to me and and you you're kind of like then you have to heal because you were never even done to begin with and then it got done from one day to another and i think también is like i don't know like fuck like i i feel like all my thoughts are like so jumbled in there that i want to spit everything out that it like it doesn't come out the way that i want it to come out i think like damien you were in a long relationship and went like i went to shit you're like fuck fuck that like i'm done compared to like me i was only in a like one year relationship that i still thought that we had potential Mm -hmm. and it didn't happen so then once we broke up i was like what if this didn't happen like what what if we were still together like what would have happened i think it just depends on on people's mentalities Probably. too though because it's not like you know when i and during my teenage years it's not like that was the only long relationship i had i feel like for being a teenager my relationships were way too freaking long like i never really had short relationships yeah. and so i i don't think it, it comes from like for me i don't think it comes from the time of the relationship or this how much time i spent here i think it just comes from the mentality of when someone when someone shows you that they're trash or whatever um they do you wrong you end up breaking up with them whatever you just have to remember who you are literally that's it you have like if if that person couldn't respect you you're gonna respect you you're gonna respect yourself the most and you're gonna be like fuck that like I'm not putting up with that kind of stuff and move on. And I just think that that came from my mentality of honestly, it, you have to kind of be um, conceited or whatever you want to call it. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think you have to think, you know what? I don't deserve that. I deserve the best. I, I am a fucking good person. Uh, you have to toot your own horn and you have to believe like, I pretty much like how people like I am that bitch like I'm not taking this shit and that's it done you I think your level of confidence 
in yourself has to be there in order to move on faster. And I think, I don't know, I, it's probably just my thought is you started dating at a very, not going to say young age, but you started. Yeah, I was very young. You were young. I didn't start dating until after high school. Yeah, no, I wish I would. No, I was 14 when I had my first relationship. So you, I wish I would have started dating after high school. So you had more experience with trash man and Sadly, red flags. At a very early age. Compared to me that I only had one serious relationship. Well, I would consider it serious, but the other person wouldn't consider it serious because whatever. So I don't have much to go from. Yeah. And that's okay. That proves my point of, you know, those that you shouldn't be afraid to put yourself out there. Like, yes, you could, you could meet the person of your life, like the first try, or maybe it takes you one, two, three, four, five tries. And it didn't take me one try or two tries. It took me a few tries. So it's not, I think the sooner you start meeting those trash people and experiencing those trash moments, the faster you will get to the right person. Like, does it feel good that for five, six, seven years straight, you're dealing with trash? Hell no, that doesn't feel good. But the sooner you get that out of the way, um, the sooner you can meet the right person versus if you start later, 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 because you're telling yourself, I don't know, for whatever reason you shouldn't or you don't or you want people to come to you. Like, it's inevitable not to meet trash people. It's going to happen. Yeah. And I think, I, I don't know, I don't know what it is to be in a straight relationship i only am like thinking of like a gay relationship obviously yeah but i think from personal experience like a gay relation like gay relations are much more complicated 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 and i think the gays are so freaking harsh about like to anyone like when i was using the dating apps like i would send them a picture and they're like, oh, you're too fat. Delete. Block. Literally? Yes. There's That's pe- horrible. They're horrible. They're, and I'm like, whenever, let's say, for example, someone sends me a picture of like who they are and, or they message me and, it's like, and they're not my type, I'm not going to be like, oh, you are fucking ugly or you have a unibrow. Bye. Delete. I'm like, sorry, you're not my type. We can be friends, but I'm not looking to have like, oh my God. I'm not going like, to start this conversation with you. That's bad. It's very, and then that's how people start like getting well, so. Well, yeah, that, that's going to. Their self-esteem. Get to is, your, yeah, to your confidence yeah. and your self-esteem. So it's very difficult for like to build your confidence up after you get blocked like so many times, get ghosted and oh, I see, get, I told, see. Tell, get told multiple times that you're not that type and whatnot. I'm like, what the fuck? But you are the right type for the right person. Just yes. think, of it, think about it like that. Like all those people that call you, whatever they want to call you, like great. Let them call you all these things that thankfully they showed their true colors at the beginning and goodbye. Oh, that was my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's it sucks to be told these things, and I can see how it can obviously get to your self esteem and self confidence. But and I will say something from like personal experience is I will say to work on yourself first, and then once you're able to fir- uh, love yourself and work on yourself, that's when you're ready to get back to yeah. the dating world after a bad breakup yeah, or I do even think a breakup after a breakup you have to take time and I think I've said this in an episode before you have to take time to date yourself first and just do you It could it happen during the time that you're thinking that you're just gonna do you yeah the right person might come just when you decided to just do you yeah you know it, it can happen but also just like take time to date yourself figure out what you like to do because sometimes when you're in a relationship and especially when it goes on for too long, you stop doing the things you love. And 
And you start kind of losing yourself in that because you're like, oh, well, this person, they want to go here and they want to do that. Um, they want to, they like these sports or they like, they, or maybe you like books and they don't care for books. Or maybe you like certain artists and they don't. So you never went to that concert. Uh, whatever it is, like start dating yourself and start doing the things that you like because sometimes you start losing yourself and then you just do what the other person likes. And all of a sudden you break up and you realize what the hell? Like I liked this artist and I've never even seen them. Or I like these, I like to travel or I like to do these things. And that person never wanted to, or never could. So I never did like start doing things for yourself. Go out with your friends, spend time with your family, you know, like have fun on your own with the people that you care about. Just, just be you. I think you need to do that. You can't just jump into like, all right, I broke up and I'm ready. I, I need to find somebody. I need to find somebody. No. Like, no, you need to find yourself. And I think that people, I'm not trying to say anything bad, but like the people who go from like relationship after relationship after relationship is they, they ha- they're afraid to work on their set. Like, well, they're afraid to face the things they need to work on. And then also they're afraid of being by themselves. So they yeah. are so used to being in the relationship. So they're going to jump to another relationship. And that, I think that's even, that's worse than, I don't and, know. I think that's bad. And honestly, it's so much fun not that it's so much fun to go through a breakup but it could be think about it like this like you go through a breakup where thankfully that person showed you the true colors and you're like i don't want that and so now it's your time to have fun you get to not ever have to tell anybody that you're going anywhere you get to just do you go with your friends do whatever you feel like at whatever time not have to give anybody any reason to anything you get to just like what you like and just do what you want to do and it could be so fun like it can be because then you can go to clubs bars whatever and talk to not that you can't when you're in a relationship but you can literally go and talk to everybody and it doesn't matter nobody's gonna be mad yeah and then you get to be so picky now after you've already witnessed what you don't like it's kind of like a a game it becomes a game (laughs) you know and then if you want to be a hoe, be a hoe. Yeah, literally, it just—I think it's—it could be fun too. Just look at it like that. Be a hoe and find yourself a daddy out there. Yeah, but but find find yourself. And should I read what some people submitted? Yeah. So I'm gonna just go just read them all together. Okay. So what advice would you give to those people that are trying to get back into dating after a breakup? It says just do the damn thing. Give yourself time and space to figure yourself out. The date can end in a serious relationship or maybe just a friendship. It's okay. Have low expectations, not in a mean way or pessimistic way, but don't have such high expectations. Oh, those are good ones. Those are good ones. Now that we're talking about like the whole dating, like getting back into dating after a relationship or this being your first time, what are some tips that we can say that's like a big no-no when it comes to dating? Um... Did anybody submit anything? Uh, we did. We should, did. They did. <laughs> or should I just say what I think? So I think a big no-no in the dating world is just, I think we talked about it already. Don't act differently than who, like than the person that you are. Just, just be yourself. And the people that don't like the way you act, and then who cares? Goodbye. Because you don't want to be faking it. Because sometimes when you're desperate to get into a relationship you kind of get into the habit of trying to figure out what do they like so I can start being like that. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do that. That's a big no-no. Because then it won't be genuine. Yeah, you won't, you won't be genuine with yourself and then their intentions towards you aren't even going to be genuine because 
they're basing it off the fake version of you. Yeah. I think another no, no, it's an obvious one is don't date your family members. (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) And another one is don't ignore the red flags. Don't be an Edgar. You see them. Okay. It's like, (laughs) I'm not saying that there is a perfect person out there that has, that has zero flags. They don't exist. Like there's always going to, even the day that you end up living with somebody or whatever, you're going to find something that you're like, Oh my God, this shit annoys me so much. And it is what it is, but you have to pick and choose. What are you willing to put up with? Like there's red flags that are absolute red flags. Like they told you that they're not talking to anybody else. And then you find out they do red flag or they, I don't know. They ghost you and then come back around and then ghost you again. And then they're like, Oh, I'm working on myself. Fuck you. Red flag. Like, you're not anybody's toy like that, you know? I don't know what else to call you, but it's, <laughs> it's just look at the red flags for what they are, especially when you're in the talking phase or even just, like, dating around. Then they're not, like, somebody to you just yet. This is your time to run. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> yeah. And I think another one, if it's like, if it's don't force it and if it's not working out, then let it go. Like, because mm-hmm. I feel like from personal experience, <laughs> <laughs> I think this is just a personal experience episode for me is I was forcing it to happen and it didn't happen. And then at the end, I was the one that got hurt, not the other person. Yeah, because. I was forcing it to happen. You were trying really, really hard to be that person for them. I wanted to be with him. I love this. Oh my God, that's disgusting. I outward this person, but the other person didn't have that same feelings for me and they were just wanted a sneaky link or a situationship and I wanted more. So I forced it to happen. And then at the end, I was the one that got hurt. Yeah, sometimes you build yourself these scenarios in your head and you really want to make them happen. Although you're seeing the other person not putting in the same work, but when you really, really want something, sometimes your stubbornness doesn't take you the right way. Yeah. And then you make these scenarios up in your head. Like, no, this person wants me. Oh my God. This person's not texting me back. Cause this person's busy mm-hmm. at work or this person doesn't want to hang out this weekend. Cause they have you start making excuses for them. They have so much things to do. Oh my God, they're ignoring me because they're with their friends. No, fuck that shit. Because a simple text can, like, a simple text can go so much. Like, let's say, for example, I'm dating someone and they're busy at work. I'm going to be like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, hey, instead of letting you unread, they can be like, hey, sorry. It's like, I can't text you right now because I'm busy at work. But once I'm done, I will let you know instead of getting, letting you unread. Because it yeah. takes five, 10 seconds to text you back. And we all know people live with their phones in their hands. They sure, because they have their Apple Apple Watch, or they have some, or their phone is connected to the computer, but then they have time to be on dating apps. Yeah. Just saying. Even with a, like, oh, look at the red flags and run. Also, my other tip for people that are getting back into dating after a breakup, don't expect perfection from anybody. Like how somebody said, you know, uh, don't have high expectations. It's kind of like that too. Like, you're not going to meet bob and then be like okay 
I said that the person I want, Bob has to be six feet tall. <laughs> Bob has to have this kind of job and make this much money. And Bob needs to make me laugh on the first date. Um, and Bob, this and this, like nobody's going to be that perfect list that you have. Nobody. And so you also can't expect that. And people can act nervous on the first time around. Maybe they're not funny on the first date because they're nervous or whatever. Like, am I saying like, oh yeah, Bob, uh, you saw Bob uh, making out with some other girl, but then he told you she doesn't matter. Don't expect perfection. It's okay, keep talking to Bob. No, <laughs> that's a whole different deal. But it's just like, if Bob is five nine instead of six feet, like, don't just disqualify him for that reason. That's what I'm trying to say. If you take me on a date, I'm gonna be honest with you, I am the most shy, like I'm shy. I am very nervous and everything, so give me a second chance. <laughs> I'm funny. I'm cool. I'm sassy as fuck, but I'm cool. That's that's right. And <laughs> you guys want to know what the no-nos are that people sent in? See. Mirror pics with dirty rooms, but they're in their chonies. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. Oh, my God. Like, clean your mirror and put some clothes on. Or don't. Oh. I don't know. I guess, yeah. Clean your clean your rooms. You clean want your a, you want a nude pick? Is that what you want for life? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm out of this game. But <laughs> and then it says, if it doesn't feel right, don't force it. Which I think you talked yes. about that. Don't force it if it does not feel right, because yeah, it's not gonna work yeah. out at the end. And then someone's gonna be getting hurt. Sometimes you feel like you're trying too hard, or that like it's more one sided than the other, and uh, your feeling is right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. always trust your gut feeling. Okay. Just be picky, but also open-minded, but also look for the red flags, but, but also don't expect perfection. <laughs> See, <laughs> dating is so complicated. You have to be on the lookout, but be vulnerable, but put your guard up. Look for those sneak, those not sneaky links. Or do. Or do. Red flags, but look for the green flags, but then do this, and then do that. Wait, and then I think you have to be honest with yourself, and this goes for both, whether you've had a relationship or you haven't had a relationship and you went through a breakup, but this, this goes for everybody who's trying to get into a relationship. You have to be real with yourself. Like, what are you looking for? Mm -hmm. You could look for whatever you want. Are you trying to find a serious relationship? Are you just wanting to meet people and hang out and have fun? Are you trying to hook up? Are you like, you have to be honest with yourself about what you want, because if you don't even know what you want, you're going to let the other person determine what they want. If I mean, Cornesto, like you have to be honest with the other person. Like you guys have to have a conversation like, and be like, what are you looking for? Because I can be looking for something mm -hmm. way completely different than what you are looking for. I can be looking for a relationship while the other person's just looking up to get inside my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or and it's and it's fair to also don't expect like everything to work out with everybody. Like let's say you're talking to somebody and you really, really like them and you hope it works out. Like that's what's shitty about it, that sometimes you really hope it works out. And then it doesn't and it bums you out and you're like, I'm freaking done, you know, but be open minded to that. That sometimes like that one submission, like sometimes you like you're you're not even dating, you know, but you're like in the talking phase or you're in the dating phase or whatever you're hanging out. Sometimes it doesn't end up in a relationship. Sometimes it ends up in a friendship or maybe through that friendship. You meet another pair of not pair. I don't know why it's oh. <laughs> another friendship that, you know, and here's one thing. 
I've, I heard it somewhere and I don't remember where, but if, especially for us like that we're older and stuff, if you're in the dating world and you're older, you start seeing that your friends are married, that your friends have kids, that your friends live with their partner, that, you know, and you start seeing all these stages of life that your friends are going through, but you're not. So then you start to compare yep. to your friends and, and start thinking like, is there something wrong with me? Like how, how am I not in a relationship like the rest of my friends? Like how come, you know, I show up and everybody's married and everybody has kids or everybody lives with their partner and it starts making you feel so different. And like, it starts making you feel like you're or whatever that saying is, you know, <laughs> and it's not, it's not like that. What you have to do is find yourself friends that are in the same boat as you. There's different boats. The sea is, is grand. The sea is big. Okay. There's different boats and everybody is on a different boat. Some are on the married boat. Some are on the, I just live with them boat. Some of them are on the, I got a divorce boat. <laughs> I had a kid boat. There's different boats. Get on the boat where there's single people like you because you're not different. It's not because you're any less. It's not because, oh my God, like what's wrong with me that nobody has like, I'm not married or I don't have kids. I'm not in a serious relationship. Like, what's wrong with me? Nothing. Go find the right boat for you. Am I saying stop hanging out with all your friends? No. If your friends are married and have kids or are living with their partner, it doesn't mean like stop. Stop hanging out with them. No, it just means add more friends to your list of friends. Like maybe, okay, this is the group of friends that I've always hung out with since I was younger. So they're always going to be my close friends. But they're starting to have kids and they're starting to do all these things that I'm not yet. Okay, find yourself a different group of friends that you can hang out with on a Friday night and go to the bar and have fun all with them. Because let me tell you, it is really fun to not be married and not have kids. It can like, also be very fun. So go go have that fun that all of the married and kids ones are not having anymore. You know? I was going to be like, okay, bye. I'm going <laughs> to no. go to the single boat. Yeah, go to the podcast. The no, podcast is over. That Bye. does not mean you don't <laughs> hang out with me ever. No, no. You know, that means you add friend, another friend. Like, it could be one. You don't I even know. have to have a whole friend group. But it could be like, you know what? With this friend, they're also single and don't have kids. So with this friend, I get to go to bars. I get to be like, hey, you want to just do a quick run to whatever? And they don't have to be like, oh, my God, hold up. Oh, my, my kid's sleeping. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I need to find a babysitter. Like, there's people just like you. Go find them. I just don't like going to bars. If someone wants to travel, let me know. I will go with you. <laughs> and I'm just saying about this from experience because uh, not from that experience, from the opposite experience where I am a mom who is married and who like stays home, right? And not everybody stays home. There's working moms. There's marriages who don't have kids or whatever. And so... I remember when I first started staying home, like when Gianna was a newborn and, you know, everybody talked about going to work and this and that, but I, I knew I didn't want that. I knew I wanted to stay with my baby. Like I knew what I wanted, but then I started to feel lonely. I started to feel like nobody's like me. Like, should I go back to work? Is that what I'm supposed to be doing? Like everybody has a job and you know, I, I don't, I don't have a friend who's a stay at home mom. And then I thought about it and I do. You know, Monica's a stay-at-home mom. And that made it seem normal. But I think I didn't think of the friends that were already stay-at-home moms because they had been stay-at-home moms. So to me, they were already expert stay-at-home moms. <laughs> you know? Like, I feel like they had already gone through this thought process of feeling, like, alone and blah, blah, blah. So then I had to go on the stay-at-home mom boat. 
found myself some stay-at-home mom friends and then it's it then it feels normal then you don't feel alone then you don't feel weird then you feel like okay there's others that share the same thoughts as me does that mean that the friends that are not in that same boat are no longer my friends no no they're still your friends no you just need to find people that you can relate to on different aspects of your life that's my that is my big um piece of advice for literally everybody everybody needs boats that feel similar to theirs (laughs) (laughs) that's Merlin's TED talk it's about boats find your boat find your boat (laughs) (laughs) no but if you have done the work and you're ready to go on a first date where's your like where would you do a first date enter where would I do the first date or where where do you think it's like a good first date from past experiences, I would say dinner. Yeah, I think dinner's probably the best. And this is going to be a very unpopular opinion, what? but movies? Oh. I love movies. Hell no. Do oh. not on a first date. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Why not? I just, personally, personally, I feel like then during a movie... It's your very first day and your very first time hanging out with this person on a more serious note, según eso, because you're on a date. But you just have to sit there for two hours and be quiet. That's awkward to me. That's, that's, I cannot. No, you're enjoying the movie and then you can go to dinner and then talk about the movie and then talk about whatever else. Well, I guess. But like, let's, what if you've never really hung out with this person? Like literally all you've been doing is like texts or Snapchats or whatever. And they're like, oh, let's go on a date. And you've never hung around with them in front, like their presence right there. And the first time is that a movie where you have to be quiet? But I feel like a movie and then going to dinner, it's a segue of having a conversation. Well, yeah, if you I go to see. But let's just say you just go to the movies and then come back home. No. You have that conversation and then you can start like, you know what? I actually like hanging out with this person. They have the same sense of movies that they like and then i want to go out with that person you know why i think it is it's because i'm not very good at movie watching yeah you can't stay quiet in movies i can't no i want to ask questions i first of all if the movie's longer than two hours i have ants in my pants i cannot (laughs) like i'm a piece of that auntie i got i gotta get up i gotta go to the restroom i gotta go get a snack i don't know something and so i feel like for me personally i am just sitting there and like like oh no please be over now when i'm watching a movie i am like dedicated to that watching the movie and if i'm in a date i like to turn like look at the other person and see if they're enjoying the movie and then if i see a smile i'm like fuck yeah no like i I enjoy the movies now or or when you're in the date like once you know the person and you're going to watch a movie like i still whatever eating my little popcorn tranquila (laughs) but if i've never talked to this person i'm just wondering stuff in my brain and just wondering for two hours that's too much (laughs) (laughs) like when i've gone to first dates i go from like a movie and then a dinner or and then we in the dinner we get to talk more about oh yeah the movie's like oh my god did you like that movie oh my god did you see that sally was the killer that killed fucking bobby joe i can see how that works too though yeah yeah and i i do agree dinner but please make it at a place where you can listen to yourself talk like there's some restaurants like Kulichi Town. Kulichi Town. Freaking banda right there in your ears and you're having to scream at each other and this is your first date. That's not an ideal first date play- location, let me just tell you. If you want to take me on a date, take me somewhere that has mac and cheese, like Yard House. 
Yum. Something, yeah, something a little more, you know, you want to be able to listen to what you guys are saying and you want to be able to conversate, not scream at each other. I think another thing, whenever you go to dinner, don't be afraid to eat because there's some people out there. They're oh going to be like, my. oh my God, I'm so embarrassed to eat. So I'm going to take a little bite I, of this. I already ate. No, like be yourself because then there's some people that I don't know they're going to make damn, that girl is fucking dirty. I fucking love her. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Be yourself at dinner. It's kind of hard. You're not even yourself when you come here, and I offer you food. I already ate. Es porque me exactly. da vergüenza. I've known you for all my life. <laughs> it's because I don't know if you guys already ate. No, but you know, I we already ate. <laughs> Here's mine though. Dinner, a fast food date sounds ridiculous. Like some of you're gonna be like, "Ew, take me to a bougie restaurant," so I know it's real. But I like, like. I'm a nervous person, okay? So, obviously, after you are married, you're not going to be like, oh, my God, me da nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the first few dates, I'm, like, overthinking everything. And so, if you take take me on the typical thing that I usually do that's just, like, a normal thing, it feels more, what's the word? It just feels more um, natural, normal and natural. Yeah, like, take me on a, on a little Starbucks run. Take me on a regular, typical outing, like, um, if you like in and out, take me to in and out. Like, and then on the drive to whatever, I can talk to you. And then we sit there, and it's not like this bougie ass place where I have to, like, because when you take me to bougie places, this is just me. I start feeling like weird. Like this is not my kind of place. Mm. I not my kind of vibe. And now I feel weird. And now I'm not gonna act like myself. But if you take me to my ordinary, typical places, I'm gonna be more myself. I'm gonna be less nervous about it. And then you can talk on your way there. You sit down and you eat, you drink your coffee, whatever you're going to do. And then you're driving around. And I feel like in a more typical setting, you get to know the more, like, the more genuine person versus taking them to, like, this fancy-ass dinner on their very first date. Like, yeah, will it, will it surprise me and be like ooh, <laughs> thank you yeah yeah of course steak and lobster yeah wow it's rico <laughs> <laughs> i think an ideal first date for me for anyone watching or not watching listening if you guys if you like me want to take me on a date it's a picnic in the park dude that's picnic. the whole thing that's what you do when you're already like more more deep no you can go on a picnic on your first date I want to put in that much effort. I would. If I like that, if I like someone, I'm going to put so much effort that I want to go on. A, like, I will set up a picnic. Nah, they better show me that I could put that much effort. No. I don't know if this is the girl in me talking, but I want to see that my effort is worth it first. What if Rodolfo on your first day was like, let's go out picnic on the table? On the table well, like, on the like I said, I would be like, wow, it's a piensa. Exactly. Yeah, but from the girl point of view? I'm not gonna put that much effort on the very first thing. I want to see that you deserve it. No, but what if they do? They take you on a, on a picnic, Dave. You're, you're gonna be well, like, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm gonna be like, ooh. Yeah, I'm thinking the same way as a girl right now. Yeah, but me personally, I wouldn't want to go all out on the first date. Or not you, but the guy. Well, yeah, if they go all yeah. out for me, I'd be like, yes. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if someone asked me on a first ideal, that's what I'm telling them. Oh, you're thinking of where they can ask you, yes. and you'd be, yes. yeah. I'm not gonna mm. no. No, but I think if I like someone, I'm going to want to make the effort and be like, mm, I'm going to take you on a, like, on a picnic date. Take, take, yeah, date. no, a picnic date would... A picnic date. A picnic date would be adorbs. It would be cute. And then also, another date would be my bedroom. 
<laughs> oh, that's not a date anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's after dinner, movies, and picnic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I guess. You guess what? I it's, I was just thinking about it from my point of view, where it's like, I'm no, you give me the attention that I need. <laughs> wow. Typical but I'm not girl. like, yeah, not like that at all times, but I just, I guess that's my little wall. Like, I'm not going to go do the freaking most on the first try. Well, yeah, because like, the guy's supposed to be doing most of the work in, like, in no, the street. I don't think so. Like, okay, that's one thing I wanted to talk about. How some girls are like, no, they have to be the one to pick me up. No, they have to be the one to like, if they want me, they have to come talk to me. They have to be the one to ask for my number or my Snapchat. No, take the lead. You be that person. You be the man. Because, yeah, then what happens when it goes the opposite way? Like, you're just waiting for them. Like, maybe you really want to do something, and now you're waiting for them to invite you somewhere. You're waiting for them to invite you to the movies. You're waiting for them to text you. No, just do it yourself. Get it over with. Because then you play the waiting game. Then you talk to this person for months and months and months, waiting for them to ask you to go to the specific restaurant that you really want to go to or whatever. And then no pasa. And then at the end of the day, you realize, you know what? Don't even want to talk to them anymore. No, just do it yourself. <laughs> and then from the get-go, you get to see if they're about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Porque yo, yo no sé nada. You know? I don't know. You just have to own it. And then... After you go on several dates and everything, how do you know if someone likes you or someone's into oh, you? Oh, God. How did he know that The Rodolfo, dating world. How did he know that Rodolfo was into you? I didn't. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> that is true. You were very Delulu. You're like, he's my friend. He's my really good friend. And that's what a lot of girls do. They put, or anybody, they put their potential into friend zones. Yes. Because like, oh no, he's just my friend. He's my really good friend. He buys me coffee. He takes my car to get smog. He brings me food when I'm sick. Wow, he's talking about a lot. (laughs) (laughs) He's just my friend. And then there's this fucking asshole that fucking tells him to shut the fuck up. Oh my God, I love him so much. True, true, true. (laughs) But I think that was my version of putting my walls up. Mm. Being like, nope, 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 nope. They don't. They don't care about me like that. This and that. Because then, then I didn't have to think about it too much. But how do you know though when someone's into you? Even though I say que no sabía, um, there were signs, and I did see those signs. They make time for you. They they want to make time for you. They try to make excuses to see you. You know, whether it's an excuse or they straight up tell you, "Hey, can I see you today when I get off work?" They could be straight up or they could be like, uh, last time I saw you, I forgot my sweater. Can I get that sweater? <laughs> uh, you know? It sounds like me. You know what I would do before? Yo de pendejo. I'd call in from work to go visit this person. <gasps> I know. That's why you had a lot of time off back then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They no. will try to see you. Uh, they're going to want to do things to help you. Maybe like if you mention like, oh, I'm, I'm just really stressed out because I have a lot of work or whatever. And then they're going to be like, like you, Edgar, like, oh, I work two jobs. I'm so stressed out. And I could be like, well, what would make you less stressed? Do you want me to take you to eat? Would that be easier? Like, oh, you know, they try to help you. Um, they try to communicate with you in some way every day. Okay. We're not about the, oh, I can't text um, for three 
freaking days because I was busy at work. No. Did you work for the past 72 hours nonstop? No. So quit acting. So no, they tried to communicate with you, whether it's texting every day, um, calling whatever way of communication you use. And they ask you a lot of questions and they show genuine interest. Like they want to know, they want to get to know you. Like those are all the ways I think you can tell if someone's into you. But does this happen right away? No. No. So también don't think like, wow, I've been texting this person for eight days and <laughs> this is not happening. And I think something that I do when I like someone is I make fun of them. Wow. The no. old making fun of them. No, yeah. It's like <laughs> I start making jokes of them or making like if they're, I don't know. That's what I do sometimes. Like, oh my God, you farted. Because <laughs> that's your way of flirting. That's my way of flirting. And then if they flirt back, then I'm like, okay, they like my flirting skills. Let's make fun of you more. Yeah, my skills. And then also, like, they keep looking at you whenever you're on a date. Like, they glance over. It's like, oh, let me see if that But person. that requires them being with you. Yeah. Or the minute, like, that's true. Never mind. No, Scratch but I mean. That. Yeah. And then they send you dick pics. <laughs> nah, yeah, you get another cosa. Get in the <laughs> Conchon, chonchon. <laughs> yeah, but those are the ways I think. I don't. Oh yeah, somebody just sent a response. They make time for you. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. They make time for you, whether it's seeing you, texting you, Snapchatting you. Like, you're not gonna go four days without hearing about them. That's what I see. And if you do, goodbye. Nobody, nobody is busy. Every like. Everybody goes to the restroom with their cell phone. You could have texted me. <laughs> <laughs> you can be taking a shit and you can be texting me. Yeah. What are you doing? But when can you tell it's time to walk away? Oh, don't tell me because I am not an expert on that. I <laughs> You're with, like, I, I stayed way too long. <laughs> I stayed with, with them until they walked away. And it was already too late. Well, here's what people sent in. When you're the only one trying, when there's minimal effort true and it's true here's what i think which is pretty much similar it's time to walk away if it feels one-sided if it feels like you're the one trying you're the one texting and retexting and they're the ones that are like oh sorry i'm busy sorry i don't have time this weekend sorry i don't have time next weekend oh maybe here and you continue like hey when can we see each other hey what about this hey like that that's one-sided wow what <laughs> you, you fell attacked you, i did fell attacked <laughs> wow <laughs> i wasn't even thinking about you when i'm saying mm, these things. sure so if it feels one-sided um if you're already seeing way too many things that you don't even like about them stop trying to pretend that you're going to change this person we, no, you're nobody's mama. You're not here to change anybody. They are who they are. It takes way too much effort for you to point out what you don't like and then try to fix it, try to change it. Like, let it be and move on. And I think for my, for me is whenever they stop replying to messages, whenever they're, like Merlin said, it's just one-sided. Whenever you're the one that's doing the most of the communication, you're the one that is doing most of the planning, when you're the one trying to like playing all the like doing mm -hmm. all the effort, también is when they ask you for a break. That's how, the time. How do you ask somebody for a break when you're not even going out? Oh, I was thinking of like already going on a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking. How do you know it's time to walk away uh, from trying to date them? That's how I thought of that question. Mind. <laughs> but I mean, that's a good way. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, they ask you for a break. 
before you go out, that's an issue. Never mind. <laughs> Scratch that thought. Um, if you have a gut feeling that's not going to work out or there's something bad going on, believe your gut. Believe your gut because your gut's always right. If your if you if your gut says that you're hungry, you want McDonald's, eat McDonald's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn, I feel so stupid now. No, I mean, we just thought about it differently. I just thought about, like, how do you know it's time to walk away and stop trying? And this is the freaking episode about starting relationship. Like, Yeah, you're to- already in one. <laughs> I was thinking about stages. Well, I mean, we did go to stages. We but did. I've never used an app, but do you recommend any apps? Like, genuinely recommend apps? I don't. Why? It's because, like... I don't. I don't know. I rec- I genuinely do not recommend any dating apps because, like, you get a lot of catfishes. You get a lot of people who are not genuine about relationships. You get a lot of people who are already in a relationship. Which one's the most like? Because are all the apps for hookups? Is there a, an app that is like more serious? Supposedly, Bumble and Hinge are the ones that are most con- are considered to be more like dating. Like not so much hookups. Not 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 so much hookups, but in every kind of like dating app, there's always going to be that person who's trying to just hook up. Mm. So there's not just one. Well, well, the apps are just like the real world. Yeah, but it's like because in the real world, some people are trying to be serious and some people are trying to hook up. But in the apps, you have access to ten thousand more people than in the real world. You're not going to have. Freaking 10,000 people in front of you, they're going to be like, hey, you want to have sex? Hey, you want to date with me? Or, hey, you want to do this? No. Yeah, but... In a dating app, you get messages like left and right. Here's a tip pick. Here's so, I guess pick. if you want attention ASAP... Go on a dating app. Go on a dating app, but that doesn't mean it's going to lead anywhere good, I guess. Yeah, and then if you're in a dating app, be, like, be open... Not open-minded, but be aware that there's people that don't want the same thing you want. But there's going to be people that are just there for... A hookup they might say it's like hey i'm looking for a serious relationship they want to start talking yeah, to you it's easier to lie through an app yeah they want to start talking to you and then later they're gonna be like nah i'm just looking for some some ass or i'm just looking to just <laughs> i'm looking for something and there's there's other people who are already in a relationship they are married and they oh want no. to cheat on that person because trust me i've seen a lot of people don't you who, have to pay for some of these apps some, no i think they're all free i think if you want more futures like if you want to see more people or if you mm-hmm. want to have unlimited likes or unlimited everything like you pay for that app but yeah there's some people who are already in a relationship or who are married or who are undercover gay or undercover lesbian or just get on instagram and tiktok and the regular apps and, and i think that also i mean like you can be well, but i feel like that requires more um it requires you to be more intentional like Mm-mm. it's a little more yeah like when i'm on a i've never been but let's just say i was single and i'm on an app i'm gonna be like pues aquí todos están haciendo lo mismo. everybody's messaging everybody and i could slide through everybody and left and right like who cares this is what this app is about but now if i had to go dm somebody i'd be like fuck like que les voy a decir like this that like it's not an app for dating, but no. you want to get to know them. Trust me. I've had a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I have had some experiences with people where the guys are messaging me like, oh my God, how are you? We start com- like conversation and I think this like person- Like Instagram? Yeah. Oh. And I think this person's genuine and then they start Well, saying, yeah, you can look for a hookup on there too. And then they're looking for hookups or these are just fucking catfishes. 
I yeah, this person was like, and you get your freaking fucking accounts who are not real and the, to pretend to be someone real. And I guess just, the bam, easiest way is go to Starbucks. Who are you gonna <laughs> find at Starbucks? Uh, someone that likes your coffee likes their coffee no, i think just the easiest way if is somebody that you at least have gone to see in person one time doesn't mean that you actually talk to them or met them but at least you know they're real that is true you know and at least you kind of know where i don't know like maybe you have known of them or something uh, maybe you knew that that was bobby's cousin's friend or whatever <laughs> like even if it was super far and whatever but you kind of know where they're coming from. True. You know, and I'm not saying specifically like, and they live in Pasadena or some shit like that. <laughs> like, no, I'm just saying you kind of know what kind of people they're around or something. Like, you don't, because I feel like it'd be scary when absolutely nobody knows this person. Like, well, like the person you dated, I had no clue. I think nobody knew them. Only no. you, right? I, oh. So if you would have had at least one other person know that person maybe they would have told you a little more about him you see what i mean but then i mean but what if that was like the best friend and they're all, all like obviously gonna lie to that person no but not like that like i'm saying like let's just say i have a cousin who has a cousin that has a friend you know and it's just like far but you come to a party and you see them and mm. then I can tell you, like, oh, yeah, I think they've dated this person or they haven't had a relationship in this much. Or, you know what I heard? I heard they hella cheated on whatever. Like, you know, you kind of hear a little bit. You know, sometimes it's not good because it goes off rumors. But I think at least you kind of know where they're coming from versus when absolutely nobody in your group has any clue who this person is. Like, it can be a little more scary. Uh, okay. I can. I can. I can yeah. see and it. it doesn't even have to be in your group. It could be like, like I said, like the cousin of a cousin of a friend, like down the line where they absolutely, but all that those molds, you kind of know where they come from. La Sancha de tu Sancho. Yeah, perfect <laughs> person to date. <laughs> Bottom line, Edgar does not recommend apps. And I sure don't. Do I use them? No. He sure does. I sure don't do use them. I haven't dated anyone. I yeah. Yeah, Edgar goes through phases of. I'm going to delete all the apps. <laughs> I do have. Am I using them right now? I'm not. I'm not using them right now. But I do go through. And face. then he's so proud of himself. And then he will tell me. Yeah. I deleted all the apps. Uh, yeah. Because I'm like. Because I get tired. And it's then just, I already know it's not going to last. But he's very proud of himself. <laughs> this is the longest I've, ne- I've deleted the apps. It's been about four months now. Wow. I know. I'm proud of you. It's because like it's the same well, it thing. It doesn't matter. I would also be proud of you if you got back on. It's just the same thing over and over and over. And it's just like dude come on like change mm. grow up <laughs> act your age not your dick size Ew. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so i hope that these um tips and tricks do you well yeah these were our personal experiences these were different experiences from yeah edgar's just out here exposing his experience in mine while i'm not trying to talk about it <laughs> experiences from a girl who is in a married relationship to compare to me who i'm single not ready to mingle gay but amazing, looking to mingle looking to mingle amazing perfect no matter who you are you're enough and you shouldn't feel like there's other people better than you blah 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 
you know, there's always going to be somebody who has more money. There's always going to be somebody who has better looking hair. There's always going to be somebody who does their makeup better, whatever. There's always, and, but then you could also be that person who does something better than another person. It doesn't matter. Like everybody's different in their own way and just embrace who you are, be yourself. And if they like it, great. And if they don't, great. I'm glad they showed that they don't like that. So you could move on. I think something that I'm going to leave off um, is just because dating apps doesn't work for another person or something doesn't work out for the person. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't use their experiences. Like you build your own experiences and go from that. That's right. Because like you can meet someone from a dating app when I didn't meet anyone right now. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I know. I literally know somebody who got married and has kids and has, you know. It's a good relationship for different ex- It's a different experience for everybody. And don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to be put yeah. put, a, put yourself out there. Just do it. Just, 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 just. Just do it, Nike. Just do it and just jump. Take a leap of faith. Put yourself out there. <sighs> yeah. And Edgar. This, what? This, is, this whole episode is for you. Hey. <laughs> I'm not going to upload this. Damn. So you, whenever you you were thinking about this episode, you were thinking about me? No, I wasn't thinking about you. But now that I'm thinking about it right now, I'm like, this literal whole episode is for Edgar. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Oh, no, no, no. And, And anybody out there that you get at least, I hope you at least get one tip from these, all of these great experiences here. Yes get the tip that i want anybody to get is don't be afraid to be yourself and be that bitch and then the last tip is follow us follow us <laughs> follow us at for the girls pod on instagram and at for the girls podcast on tiktok, on TikTok. and this was for, for the, the girls, girls podcast. podcast with your host edgar and marlene bye, bye.